You are listening to Daily Devotions with Pastor Robert Marsbach. We believe that these devotions will encourage and strengthen you. So tune in, connect, and be blessed. For any more information, please visit us online at lifechurchuk.org. Welcome to Life Devotions, and thank you for joining me today. Intercession is the title of this devotion. And really what I would like to talk with you about is how Jesus ever lives to intercede for us who come to the Father through Him. And how wonderful this is in real life experience that the access to the Father for us to draw near to Him is continuously available and given and worked in us through Jesus Christ. And understand, if you're not familiar with a day-to-day prayer life, that this can sound a little bit new, but I trust that as you join me in these devotions this week, that you begin to see how wonderful it is to spend time in prayer with the Father because we have access by faith, as it would say in Romans chapter 5, verse 1, into this grace in which we stand and glory. Oh, what a wonderful thing it is when you know you have access and that you can come and how that becomes a real living experience. And the first scripture I would like to read with you is here in Hebrews chapter 2, verse 17 and 18. I'll read to you from the Amplified and just listen to the word. And because the word is alive, it is active and powerful. It never dies. So as you're hearing, the word begins to manifest in your heart because you see hearing is something that we do in the spirit. And it's wonderful, you have natural ears, but you also have spiritual ears. In other words, you hear by the Spirit. The Bible says faith comes by, by hearing and hearing by the Word of God. As the Word lives in you, it is the hearing. It's what you connect with. You connect with the Word because it lives inside of you. So let the Holy Spirit speak to you right now, right? It is evident, Hebrews 2 verse 17, that it was essential that Jesus be made like his brethren in every respect in order that he might become a merciful, sympathetic and faithful high priest in the things relating to God to make atonement, propitiation for the people's sins. For because he himself in his humanity has suffered in being tempted, tested and tried, he is able immediately to run to the cry of assist and relief those who are being tempted and tested and tried and who are therefore exposed to suffering. You see, Jesus is immediately available to you when you're suffering, feeling the weakness of your human nature. And in the aspect in which I would like to draw your attention today, because suffering can be in so many different ways, is in your sense of not feeling the nearness of your loving Father, not feeling the access, not feeling how to get a hold of Him. You know, when you maybe pray and it feels so cold, so empty, 
and you feel no manifestation, no, no response in the spirit. And how Jesus immediately comes through that kind of suffering, immediately comes to help you. I mean, we know that in Gethsemane, he sweat drops of blood in agony against sin, interceding with the heavenly Father, your will be done. And what Jesus fought and overcame is what he now is able to help you. He fought for us. He has become our propitiation, our atonement. He himself provides the victory for you when you don't feel you can get a hold of God. Now take a hold of this by faith. Jesus, thank you for helping me to break through in prayer. Jesus, thank you for granting me access in the spirit. Jesus, I so need to come to the Father to know his nearness and his indwelling presence, Jesus. You see what, what's happening here? And I feel the Holy Spirit as I'm talking to you right now about this. Then let's go to chapter 4 of Hebrews, verse 14, the Amplified Translation. Inasmuch then, as we have, uh, we have a great high priest. We have. You have. You have it. You know, I, I can go in my pocket here, right? And I have a key to my car. I have it. I have it. So I can go and open my car and start it and go because I have it. You have a great high priest. You have the key. You have the access to the Father through Jesus. You possess it. It is with you and in you. We have such a great high priest who is... Uh, um, what is it? Inasmuch as we have a great high priest who has already ascended and passed through the heavens, Jesus, the Son of God. Let's hold fast our confession of faith in him. You have it. So believe I have what I need to get through to my Father in heaven. And he is awaiting with armloads of his love and kindness for me to satisfy me with his goodness, to quench my thirst for the enjoyment of life and my hunger for his goodness and mercy. I have it. Come on, believe it. Say it with me. I have. I have it. I have it. Begin to thank God. Thank you, Father. I have it. I have it now. I have the answer now. Can you hear me? You see what the Lord is saying to you today? For we do not have a high priest who is unable to understand and sympathize and have a shared feeling with our weaknesses and infirmities and the liabilities to the assault of temptation. But one who has been tempted in every respect as we are yet without sinning. So let us fearlessly, confidently, boldly draw near to his throne of grace, the throne of God's unmerited favor to us sinners, that we may receive mercy for our failures and find grace to help in good time and every need appropriate help and well-timed help coming just when we need it. Oh my goodness, isn't it? It's amazing. Right now, while you need it. Right now. Right now. I know. I feel it in the Holy Spirit that you so need the Lord to help you. And the Lord says, I know what you have need of before you ask. I'm here to help you in your time of need. You see, we're talking about the Lord Jesus' intercession for us. It says here in Hebrews 7, verse 24, He, because He continues forever, 
in this unchangeable priesthood is able to save to the uttermost those who come to God through him since he always lives to make intercession for them. He always lives to make intercession. The word intercession is is to um, meet with in order to converse. Um, it, it, It is the word progress to the idea of pleading with a person on behalf of another, although at times the petition may be against another. So Jesus is there with the Father on our behalf, right? He is with the Father on our behalf as he is the Son of Man, the Son of God. And so when we want to come to the Father, Jesus is the access. Jesus is the one that allows us to come near. And perhaps you would say to me, I know, Pastor Robert, but you know, there's things in my life that I know are not right. Yeah, I understand that. I've been there. I've been there. And I've wept those tears of sorrow about conditions of my heart or the lack of willingness or the lack of zeal where I was a bit spiritually lazy or indifferent and allowed an opportunity to pass me by. So I've wept those tears. I've wept those tears. And I mean what I'm saying to you. However, as in the Old Testament, the high priest wore upon his forehead a golden plate with the words inscribed, holiness to the Lord. And he went into the Holy of Holies carrying the iniquity of the holy things, the scripture says. And and what that means is he carried for us the heart that we did not have, the attitude that we did not have. And by his holiness and by his wholeheartedness, he makes us acceptable where we're falling short. And that is one of the great wonders of our Savior Jesus' intercession. He is perfect. He is holy. He is without blame. He is without sin before the Father for us. And it says in Ephesians 1 verse 7 or 8, we have been made accepted in the beloved. And I understand you need to know the scriptures to be able to begin to understand this because It is so incomprehensibly wonderful. It is so overwhelmingly merciful and amazing that because Jesus is holy, we are considered holy and we are able to draw near despite that we're still human and may have our weaknesses. And I understand, I understand that there are people then say, well, you mean you could just keep on living an unholy life and still be considered holy. It's not possible to keep living whole, keep living an unholy life and partake of a holy life. No, it's not possible. You begin to transform into the same likeness by the working of his life and spirit in us. And the more you draw near, you more become you become like him. The more you spend time with him in prayer, the more you become like him the more you're transformed into his likeness. That is one of the great attributes of his intercession. 
And, and let me read you another verse here that, that helps us begin to appreciate how amazing, amazing it is that we have Jesus by which we can draw near. His intercession is His ever-living holiness, ever-living godliness, His ever-living sonship. You see, the Bible says He ministers in the power of an eternal life in the book of Hebrews. A life of perfect righteousness, peace and joy with the Father. And that is what He imparts to us. Okay, let me give you a little example to help you grasp this by faith. Yeah? It, it, I was sitting in, the, uh, in, the, in an airport uh, somewhere in the world and, and I was c- completely conscious of God's presence. I, I sat there surrounded by thousands of people traveling all over the world and, and I was just having my cup of tea and I was filled with the Holy Spirit. Oh, I was so glorious in the Lord. It was amazing. And suddenly, like an elevator coming down, I became aware of the world and all the feelings of human nature and all the lusts and all the fears and all the angers and everything. And I said instantly when I felt that, no, Lord, no, Lord, I'm not of this world. I began to pray right away. No, Lord, I'm not of this world. I'm not of this world, Father. No, Father, I'm not of this world. And instantly, like an elevator, I went back up into the consciousness of God and God spoke to me and he said, I'm upholding you with my own righteousness. And he gave me a revelation. How because of Christ's holiness, Christ's righteousness, we are righteous and holy. Like Paul would say in Philippians chapter three, he says, by faith I have righteousness, not of works, but by faith I have the righteousness of the Son of God. Oh, my dear friends, This is so amazing. His intercession is to impart to us consistently and constantly the life He has with the Father in heaven so that we may live as He lives, so that we may draw near to the Father in that fellowship He has with the Father. We partake of that fellowship He has. True heavenly holy prayers are the prayers of Christ heavily intercession with the Father in us. Oh my goodness, this is so glorious, so wonderful. And He is so beautifully faithful to be available consistently, constantly, without ceasing, eternally. So we will never fall short of God's glory as we partake of His glory through Christ in us, the hope of glory. Oh, I pray that the Holy Spirit help you grasp this today and that the Holy Spirit so gives you joy to know you have an intercessor, Jesus, who's passed through the heavens, who's at the Father's right hand, ever living to make intercession for you that are drawn near to the Father through Him. So let me close this little devotion here in Hebrews chapter 3, okay? Hebrews chapter 3, verse 1. Therefore, holy brethren and sisters, partakers of the heavenly calling, consider the apostle and high priest of our confession, Christ Jesus, who was faithful to him, who appointed him as Moses was also, as Moses also was faithful in all his house. 
for this one, Jesus Christ, has been counted worthy of more glory than Moses inasmuch as he who built the house has more honor than the house. For every house is built by someone, but he who built all things is God. And Moses indeed was faithful in all his house as a servant for a testimony of those things which would be spoken afterwards. In other words, Moses, through the five books of Moses, was a witness of that which God would work through Jesus. So for example, when Jesus appeared after his resurrection in let's say Luke chapter 24, he opened the scriptures to them from the books of Moses. It says it, you'll find it there. And, and start reading verse 36 of Luke 24 and you see it. And it wasn't until we opened the scriptures to them that they began to see and believe that he is the risen Christ the Son of God, the Son of Man. So listen now. Christ as a son over his own house, whose house we are, if we hold fast to confidence and rejoicing of home, hope firm to the end. We are his house. Isn't that just phenomenal? You are the house of the living God, the living Christ. Jesus said in John, John um, John 14, verse 23, he said, If anyone loves me, he will keep my word, and my Father will love him, and we will come to him and make our home with him. We will come to him and make our home with him. We, the Father and the Son and the Spirit living in us, Colossians chapter 2 verse 9 and 10 says, Now because of Jesus Christ, you will also know the fullness of the Godhead, Father, Son, and Holy Spirit dwelling in us. My goodness, dear friends. His intercession is what makes all of that not just available, not just possible, but He gives it, maintains it, and perfects it in us. All to the praise and the glory of His grace. All to the praise and the glory of the Father's love. So that the Father can look at you and see Himself, His Son and His Spirit in you. And be satisfied in all that He has been able to accomplish through His Son. And be able to point to you and me for the rest of eternity to show who He is. And all that He has done for us through His Son, Jesus Christ. Wow, isn't that amazing? Amen. Have a good day.